Hello, everyone, and welcome to Where Do I Begin Again, a podcast where we take a look at some inspirational stories that have helped me, your host, Dan King, get through some tough times and stuff that just positive messages I just like to be able to share with people and and stories. And today, I got to tell you, I'm real excited to have uh, my son, Peyton King, in here joining us, tell his story, uh, you know, as a father, you know having gone through tough times you know losing a couple of jobs to be able to draw some inspiration from your own son is you know very encouraging to me things i needed to see uh, and and feel good about he brought to me and just really looking forward to being able to share his story with you uh and peyton welcome to the show thanks thanks for having me well you know folks uh, like i said you know as a father you know, going through some tough times, you know, like I said, lost a couple of jobs you know, over the span of a year and a half. And, you know, Peyton had gone through his own tough times and it turned into a real rallying point for me. And so, you know, I thought, you know, what better way to, you know, kind of pay him back in some way, bring him on here and be able to share his story. And, uh, you know, Peyton... Uh, obviously known him all his life you know i was there in the room when he was born and you know from day one you know if it had had to do with a, a ball and a bat or basketball football you name it he was all over he loved sports was really really into sports and that just grew and grew and grew throughout his his life we moved uh, to indiana back when he was seven eight years old he got heavily involved into the little league, played a lot of baseball. Eventually, moved into the world of travel baseball uh, when he was twelve. And you know, Peyton, what what do you remember about first starting off into the world of travel baseball? Uh, I remember being uh, kind of intimidated going into the tryouts because it was the first time I really had to go through any like tryout scenario, and I wasn't too excited about it really i i remember being pretty nervous about it but uh luckily there was a coach there that we had ran into before and he had seen me when i wasn't really like anxious or nervous and trying to do too much so he had kind of seen what i could do uh before the tryouts yeah and i mean and that coach actually saw you and i just working at an indoor facility, just the two of us, uh, just on stuff you wanted to learn, uh, catching, actually, yeah. you know, playing catcher, because that was something I'd never dreamed of doing growing up. You, you couldn't have strapped that gear on me to, for anything. I, there was no way I was going to be a catcher. Well, at first, I was not a fan of being a catcher, but <laughs> uh, I eventually got into it more. Yeah, and 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 so, you know, we, we took that step, went into the tryouts, and then uh, I guess you would call that your 12 U, 12 and under yeah. season. Uh, you know, how much did that that season uh, kind of grow your love for baseball? Well, I mean, that season showed that 
like I could, it showed that I could compete with uh, some of the other kids around this uh, state that I didn't know about or like even the bigger kids. Cause like just being in Greenwood, there's only a select few that you see and it's the same few you see every year. And so I wanted to see if I could uh, be competitive and see if I could, how far I can take this and if it's even worth trying to do. And, you know, I mean, obviously like every kid, I think, especially first time out, you know, you had some ups and downs, you know, but, uh, you know, it seemed like you really enjoyed it. And then, you know, I'll never forget kind of that toward the end of that season, kind of talking to you and being like, boy, you know, what do you, what do you think, you know, and, and that same coach that had kind of opened the door for you to, to get into travel baseball, you know, I was asking you about him and you're like, well, I know he made me a lot better, you know? And, and so I think I remember we went from that and you jumped into coming back to playing with some of the kids you'd played with previously in a fall league hit your first home run over the fence you know what what do you remember about that well i I remember being really anxious starting that uh in that league because coming back i knew i had a lot more strength a lot more power because of the training from uh travel ball and so i was actually kind of like i knew i could do it and I was just hoping I wouldn't be too anxious. And then the first day back, I, I hit one out. And then um, you made me change bats right <laughs> after that game. Yeah, yeah. Dad being dad, you know, had to put the had to put the old kibosh on you and make sure you, your head didn't get too big there. But uh, I guess before we get too much further into this, probably ought to give a tip of the hat to uh, you know who we're, we're talking about in terms of who opened the door to get you into travel baseball is jeremy may you played along with him and scott huff and played with for a couple years at powerhouse out of franklin indiana and, and you're still playing for for that organization so uh you know tip of the hat to those guys and, and then thank you to them as well but so so i guess you know even to the point of coming off of you know that fall season you have your first home run you know you had some good things you basically had a lot of turnover on that powerhouse team. You know, you were still going to play with Scott, uh, Scott Huff as your coach. Um, but you know, probably half the team turned over at least. And so you'd gotten to meet those guys a little bit. How excited were you then for that 13 and under season? Well, I was ready because I felt like in the, towards the middle of the 12 U season, I'd really start to hit my stride and I felt like I was like, okay, I really do belong here. And I was just excited to see what I was going to be able to do 13 new season because I I had a lot of confidence coming off of the 12 U season. Even though I started slow that year, I ended up taking off midway to the end. And, and so you know, everything's good, everything's great. You like like your teammate, you got confidence. Everything's pointed in a good direction baseball-wise. And then what happened? Well, uh, I started to feel a little bit of pain in my elbow. Uh, it definitely fell out of the ordinary. And I'm not really sure what it came from, but it ended up costing me my 13U season. Well, in... 
you know, even kind of specifically to it, you, uh, what, what were, what were the symptoms that what, what started you feeling like something was wrong? So I had noticed we had workouts in the off season and stuff. And when we were throwing and hitting, I had noticed it, it felt like there was a pinch like down near the very end of my elbow. And, um, it didn't really bother me too much when I was hitting. Uh, I really felt it when I was throwing, but it just kept getting worse and worse. And I knew there was something wrong when it was bothering me at school when I was just writing stuff down. And I'm like, oh no, this is not, this is not normal. And and so, I mean, and really to clarify, I mean, we talked about you being a catcher. And I think a lot of times people, you know, when they hear about uh, a kid of your age having arm issues, uh, they think, oh, you pitcher overuse, you know, probably through 500 innings one summer and this, that, and the other. But, but how many innings did you pitch that 12U season? Zero. Exactly. You know, so, I mean, I guess as a, as a father – you know, and a parent of a baseball kid, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I well, I don't have to worry about my kid getting arm issues because he's not a pitcher. You know, he he's not gonna he's not gonna have the he's not throwing a single curveball. He wouldn't know how to throw a curveball if if you know his life depended on it. So, you know, I don't have to worry about my kid having having arm issues. And you know, I I just remember sitting there in the parent room at at Powerhouse watching you work out, and I would see every once in a while just kind of stop and kind of extend your arm and kind of you know you could tell you kind of had a puzzled look on your face or you know but you never really came home and like had pain to the point where you you know you were like dad i needed to ice my elbow did you well the only the really weird thing about the whole incident was like it was bothering me while i was doing stuff but then like if i just went home and I just like was moving my arms just naturally or anything. I didn't really feel anything, so I I just felt like it was like a growing pain or something. Well, yeah, and and to clarify too on that, you this was during a time where you grew what eight inches in eight months. Yeah, you know. So I mean, uh, you know, I guess to some extent that was probably negligence on on my part of you know not necessarily understanding maybe what you were really feeling and thinking maybe it was growing pains or maybe it was something run of the mill. Um, uh, and you know, I've, I've lost track of the timeline, you know, in the couple of years since this happened, you know, I don't remember when we first decided, you know what, we better get you, get you to a doctor. I mean, it had to have been, gosh, it, it must not have been till March at the earliest. Yeah, it didn't really like, it didn't, I didn't think it was a problem until closer to like around February because like, like I said, it didn't bother me too much doing the things I was doing and being that nothing significant happened, like that started it. Right. I didn't really think that it was going to, it was a big deal. Yeah. And I mean, you, you guys have been lifting weights as part of the, the, the school program um, well, I think it's called advanced physical conditioning. Yeah. You know, and, and so, you know, I, again, we don't really know what started all this, 
But, you know, between, yes, you do play catcher, so you're throwing the ball a lot. You grew eight inches in eight months. You, you know, lifting weights at that same time, you know. So we're still really, you know, a couple of years later, still don't really know what happened that caused any of this. But I do remember, uh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a part of the original doctor visit. I, I, I know I missed that one. Um, but what do you have any recollection of, of that doctor visit and what you kind of left there feeling like? Well, so when we left there, the doctor had told, um, told me and my mom that it was probably either gonna, it was, had something to do with the cartilage in my elbow probably. And they said that it could be growth pains like that. And they said at worst, um, they would have to do surgery on it. But I did not think it was to that that bad to the point where, oh, I need to have surgery on my elbow. I thought it was just let it rest, ice it, give it time, don't don't push it in practices. And I thought they were just going to give me a couple weeks of rest or something. And I, and I remember, you know, we did that. We, you know, we took you off of throwing. We didn't, you know, didn't let you do a lot of things in practice at that time, you know, just to be cautious. We thought, you know, just to, you know, let's, let's not jeopardize this, this whole season, just, you know, being stupid, you know. And, you know, then I remember, you know, we had, had to do an MRI. Yeah. Which, you know, I think came out of that initial doctor visit. You know, and I remember they had, give i think you did have exercises or something at that point that you were due to kind of to see if we could increase your range or motion or whatever the issue was well i think they gave me like this like armband thing mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything it was just like moving it from my chest out to where it extends fully it mm-hmm. wasn't anything like it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't anything substantial. Yeah, it, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like this whole battery of things you had to do. It was just a here do this to keep kind of keep your arm in shape while you weren't doing the other things. Yeah, it was just like move move your arm this way. Just keep an eye on it, make sure it doesn't do any, like anything like pop or right. anything. And and so and so then we go we we do the MRI. You keep up with your exercises, and and I remember this had to be going toward toward march because i remember we there was another scrimmage an an actual outdoor scrimmage i remember it was had to be only like 40 degrees out it seemed yeah crazy to be doing it um but uh i remember you know just as a precaution we were like you know what he's feeling good but we're not going to let him swing in the scrimmage. And you had to go up there three times and bunt every time. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, do you, do you remember that game at all? I do. I do now. Um, it didn't really, I don't, the funny part about that game though, was the year before I was, I was getting really confident in my swing and going into that game. I'm pretty sure I was like, man, I hope they let me swing. I hope they let me swing. (laughs) But they they told me you're gonna go up there and you're just gonna lay down bunts, and I think, if I remember right, I think the first two bunts were right-handed, and I think the last one might have been left. 
I, th- I think you were just doing right-handed at that point. Oh, but, no, no. The last one was uh, it came with two strikes, and that's why yeah. it was so weird. And and I do remember you got on all three times. Yeah. Now, it was various circumstances on all three, yeah. you know. Um, but it, it was Probably like, out of the three, like, one was that an actual. Yeah, I mean, I, it, I, I seem to remember, like, you. I think you bunted one straight back up the middle. However, the pitcher had already gone to cover first base. You know, it was just, every, like I said, every one of them was all kind of weird circumstances that you ended up on all three times. But it was it was just kind of funny at the same time. But I remember um, actually leaving there and another uh, couple of the kids that you had played with the year before, they actually had a tournament going on out there that day. And so we went over and we were watching them for a little bit and talking to them. And I, rem- I distinctly remember talking to a couple of the dads and they like, yeah, here's where he's at. He's kind of hurt, but uh, you know he had to bunt all three times in the scrimmage. But he's got this doctor's appointment this week, and we really think he's feeling good. We think it's gonna be okay. You know, we think he's gonna be ready to go when we actually have our first tournament. You know, and I, I remember fe- leaving there just feeling pretty upbeat. You know, do you have any recollection of, of how you felt going into that next doctor's appointment? Well. I definitely went in really hopeful because I did. I think that was during the time where I thought, okay, maybe the pain's starting to go away a little bit. Right. And I didn't. I, I was like, I think the results will be good. I think the MRI will show that it's probably just like growth pains or whatever it was that wasn't that big. And then we go into that doctor's appointment, and the MRI shows that there's a piece of cartilage broken off. And well, and I think I think there was actually multiple pieces. I think there were like three. Yeah, there was one big one, and that was the one they were most concerned about. And but I just remember I did make that appointment, and I remember s- sitting in there, and you know I could tell you you were hopeful. I was hopeful. We were just like, okay, we'll get over this hurdle, and then we can get back to business. You know, it, and 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 then uh, I remember the doctor coming in and. And he put you through uh, the same range of of tests, you know, as the, as the first appointment. And I distinctly remember him saying, uh, "Well, your exam looks a lot better." Yeah. And immediately, I you know, I'm like, "All right, here we go." Yeah. And then it was, but yeah. your MRI does not look good. And I just remember turning and looking at your face. My my heart just sank. I I was like, oh no, this this can't be good. Yeah, and I mean, I, I you know, again, just as, as a father, seeing your your son's face just go from, I mean, to be able to see it go from hopeful to crestfallen to just, you know, I could tell you were holding back the tears. Yeah, and you know, and I'm sitting there, and I, you know, at that point, I'm holding back tears, going, oh man, what is what is going to happen now? You know, and I start saying, you know, you know, here's these pieces of cartilage, you know, you know, we're worried about this one getting basically stuck in there and locking your elbow. And so we got to go in and get it. And, you know, I remember them kind of talking about the different options. And I mean, I, what there was the, uh, they talked about using plugs, you know, to basically take out the, take out the pieces that were floating and just be able to take cadaver cart cartilage yeah. and, and put that in there 
to you know basically fill up the holes the uh, only one i significantly remember is they talked about taking the pieces out of my elbow and then they talked about taking stuff from my knee right and putting it in yeah and when i heard that i was like i don't really think that's the way i want to go <laughs> yeah but then and then the one that scared me the most um was they were the they brought up the word microfracture which you know my real only reference to that was uh you know a famous basketball player named Greg Oden you know from the Indianapolis area number 1 pick overall in the draft you know had had foot problems knee problems whatever and ended up having to have microfracture surgery and was never never really came back i mean he had multitude of other issues going on too but um you know so i'm i was immediately you know like oh man i don't want to that does not sound good i i want to avoid that at all costs but you know as it turns out you know that's actually what we ended up doing yeah um but you know in in between uh having that doctor's appointment and the actual surgery I remember we we did have our first tournament, and you know, again, you couldn't throw, you couldn't swing, and we just had you pinch run. I remember that that first day of that tournament is sleeting sideways. Yeah, it, it was, was thirty eight degrees. We had one of the moms bring hot chocolate and a Gatorade, and there was a heater cool. in the yeah, dugout. Was, there was just all kinds of stuff, but you got to pinch run. One of the most bizarre days of baseball. I've I mean, and but I remember, I remember even in that tournament, you were able to get out there and and run, and uh, you know, and, and basically do as much as you could. Yeah, you know, and you, I think you scored a couple runs, stole base, you know, whatever it was. Yeah, um, you know, any even then, you know, I, I I'm guessing that from your standpoint, you, I mean, did you feel like? Okay, well, at least I still feel like I'm part of this new team. Yeah, I I was actually I was kind of worried because I was thinking, well, at this point I don't even remember if I think we did know my season was over. Yeah, we knew you you weren't going to be able to actually play play, play to your full extent. Yeah, at some you know for at least the vast majority of the season. So then I was worried about well if this season goes well for our team if everybody wants to stick around next year how well will i be able to fit in if i'm not always going to be there yeah and and so i mean we made that decision pretty quick that you were going to be at practices you were going to be at every game yeah you know i think maybe we missed a game or two for different family obligations because well all right if he's not playing we have this opportunity to do abc and so we did some of that, but for the most part, you were there every game, every practice. Well, they had a doubleheader the day right after I had my surgery, and I was there at the first game. Yeah, you were a little wiped out that day. Yeah, I remember not being able to. But I guess even going back um, a little bit there, so they had that first tournament, and you have your surgery. What do you remember about you know your feelings that day of the surgery? I, I was a nervous wreck. I was just, 
I was so nervous because just the thought of being having your arm cut open and being that I play a sport that is heavily reliant on your arm, I was just nervous. I was like, oh, what, what's going to happen if something goes wrong? Am, am I, like, I, and I just needed time to think. And because I remember walking into that hospital, like, shaking. I was not ready. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Well, and it, it was a rough day. I mean, I remember the surgery in front of you took longer than it was supposed to. So we were stuck in that room waiting even longer, and your anxiety just kept going up and up and up. Yeah. And so my anxiety started going up and up and up. And, you know, it, it was a really rough day. Um, I do remember uh, as we were walking out of the hospital, uh, getting a text from one of your former hitting instructors that you'd gone to for years, Bernie Doyle, you know, was, uh, you know, great influence for you. He, he always did great things for you. Um, so I really appreciated hearing from him. I, uh, obviously all kinds of other coaches and stuff and, and other parents, you know, reached out and, you know, gave encouragement and stuff. But, you know, what, what do you, do you remember one of the first things we talked about, um, in terms of you and going to those practices and, and doing whatever you could, uh, to kind of take this from a from a curse into a blessing uh sort of i i remember like you said talking to me and being like no matter what happens just be there at the on the bench talking to people trying to uh you know just like if they if they're struggling talk to them uh try to get them back into feeling confident and just being there for them yeah, and in terms of like your own, I mean that that was important to me because I think you speaking in general was something yeah. you needed to work on. You know, being a catcher and just be being able to relate to people in general. But you know, also you know we talked about trying to hit left-handed. You know, and and that was one of those things where you know, as your dad, I was just kind of grasping at a straw, going, "Hey, maybe." I can convince him to do this and start working on on this and kind of take his mind off what he can't do and doing what he can do. And I'll be honest with you, to see the way you just kind of embraced that and did it, you know, it was it was again, as your dad, that's still one of those things that you know, as I went through difficult times, I was like and I was like, man, I just, you know, threw a challenge out to the kid and he just went okay. Yeah. And, and, and took it on, you know, and, and so that's all, that's always something I draw inspiration from and go back and think about of, you know what, if he can try and teach himself how to switch hit, you know, then, you know, as a 13 year old kid, then why can't I try and teach myself how to do this task or that task? Or, you know, maybe I've never done this thing at work, but maybe if I can just ask a question, maybe you know they can send me on the right path and you know i can embrace that challenge the same way you embraced that challenge of trying to hit left-handed you know and i remember you know just a, a couple different points of people taking notice and, and talking to me about it and you know 
some of which I've probably not even shared with you, you know, and, but it was always just one of those things. I was like, man, he just embraced it. Well, at that point, when you threw the idea out there, I was so desperate to, to just do anything. I just really wanted to get back out and do something. And you threw that idea back out there. And when you said it, I was like, well, that's actually something I've kind of done in the past because I remember going to those workouts with Bernie Doyle and he'd have us take like 15 to 30 swings left-handed and have, have us take 30 swings weak side and have us take 30 swings strong side. And I'm like, well, and it was, it was, and the way they would do it is, you know, they'd break it up. You'd do five weak side, five strong side in yeah. different drills. And so you would do that. And, and so that was kind of my impetus for even bringing it up was like, well, he can, I've seen him swing left-handed before, yeah. you know? And, and so that, you know, that was kind of, I guess my inspiration for even trying to bring it up, you know, but it, it you know, it, it was neat to see, like I said, you embrace that. And, and then, so, so as we go on through that 13 new season, you know, and you're having to sit there and watch games and, and, and stuff, you know, and we are constantly going back to the doctor, getting reevaluated, you know, and I remember, you know, when I, the first timetable, I want to say was like six to eight weeks, you know, until you could, throw or swing or this and we're you know we got the schedule out we're like okay so then the, you know yeah. maybe he can play this tournament you know full speed you know but you know and it, it but of course as these things go it kind of seemed like a moving target yeah you know so you know and it, you, you, every time you felt like you got close it would be like well but no you should really do this yeah you know, how frustrating was that trying to come back and trying to get back and help this new team well, it, it was definitely really frustrating because through the whole rehab process, it felt like, man, my arm feels good now. Like, I think I could go out there and throw 80 miles an hour. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I definitely really wanted to be out there, especially because, like, it was just one of those seasons where it's like, Man, just sitting there on the bench, seeing the kid, kid warm up to pitch, you're like, man, I can hit off that guy. <laughs> and and you know, and we had a really great group of of parents on that team, yeah. And, and they they all seemed to appreciate you being around. And um, you know, did you get a sense of that? Did you did you, you know, how much did that mean to you that you know the other parents took notice of how much you were there and how much uh, you were trying to contribute? Well. I think I, I definitely uh, was appreciative of how they were han handling my situation. Um, I remember one of the games I was there to watching, it was shortly after my surgery, it was probably the first one or something, but um, uh, Shelly Frazier uh, gave me a bag of just treats, you know, just saying thank you and uh, hope you get better soon. And all those kids really, I enjoyed being around and they just made me feel like I was with them the whole way. And, 
and you know so you you go through really the bulk of that season i don't remember how many tournaments there were but i remember when we finally got the green light to let you pinch run again it just happened to be the one out of state trip yeah that uh, the team was taking that year and was going to O'Fallon, illinois which is just outside of st louis and i just kind of remember uh you know everybody being a little bit excited just to be able to you know, oh, peyton gonna run peyton gonna be able to <laughs> you know and uh and i remember you know i wasn't even gonna make the trip out there but then once you got the clearance i was like no i gotta be there yeah and uh and so I remember driving all the way out to St. Louis for the, I gosh, I don't remember if it was Friday night or Saturday, you know, however the schedule worked out. But, uh, you know, I remember one of your good friends on the team, Parker Haas, he uh, managed to get on base. And Parker's actually one of the better base runners we had on the team at the time. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, Coach realized that that was – good opportunity to let you get out there calls time when you go into pinch run for parker and i remember looking into looking into the dugout to parker as he came in and uh and and i and just mouthing the words thank you to him and he gave me the thumbs up like no problem you know and uh but then you're able to get on you know do you remember that first trip around the bases well, I remember going back out there on first for the first time and uh hearing everybody like clapping for me and you know just it it meant a lot from all the parents and all the uh teammates cuz going back and we still have the video of it just watching that video and I remember I couldn't help but smile on mm-hmm. first I was so excited to just be back out there doing something and trying to help the team. And and you know, and something else that happened during this whole time, we, there was like there was one other tournament after that that you were able to run in, and you know, and then that season was over. But something else that happened during that season, uh, you ended up going to uh, church camp, yeah, which is something you had you hadn't done before there. And uh, you know, uh, what what happened when you went went to camp? So I originally remember. Uh, it was a couple weeks before church camp, and y- you guys, you and mom, had asked me, uh, do you really want to go to this? And I remember being like, well, I do want to, like, I don't, I remember not being very confident and wanting to go because it was my first year mm-hmm. in the youth group, and so I wasn't very comfortable around some of those kids uh, just because I'd never really talked to any of them and I'm being unsure and then I remember I don't think I think the plan was that I wasn't originally gonna go and then the news about my elbow happened Mm -hmm. uh so I couldn't play in the tournament that was that weekend and so I remember you guys kind of giving me the shove to go on that Mm -hmm. trip and it ended up being really good for me well it you know what exactly happened? So uh, I ended up going there, and not only did I uh, get closer to those kids in that youth group, but I I also got closer to God and ended up being saved by Him. 
Yeah. And then I remember, you know, you came back, you know, you were baptized that, you know, that whole experience, you know, you know, from going through surgery and having that down and, you know, and, and being able to get closer to God through that. And, and then you move on, you know, and I remember you couldn't even like tryouts are in August, you know, your surgery was in April so that you weren't even full go to be able to do tryouts for the next season. Yeah. And, and so you, but you know, because of, you know, I guess how you carried yourself, how, you know, and everything that transpired, you, you know, powerhouse gave you, gave you the welcome back to come back and, and, and try and play uh, your 14 U season, which you did. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, I actually went back in with an assistant coach just really for the sole purpose from my standpoint of being able to make sure you were okay. If you had an arm issue, then I was in the dugout to be able to figure out what, what to do about it and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, how nervous were you going into that 14 U season, you know, and were you worried about, you know, you said you were confident coming out of 12 U where where was your confidence level going into 14? Well, going into that season, it certainly went down because it had been a year since I'd done anything 100%. So I was like, man, all these kids just had a year to get better and develop, and I just lost a year to develop. Is it going to show on the field that I'm a year behind? And I remember going into that season being – pretty nervous um, and just wanting to do something to give me a little bit of confidence early on. And I knew the kids on that team would, and the coaches were going to be patient with me just because of the relationships I had created with them. But I didn't want to let them down going out there. I wanted to, I didn't want to have, oh, well, I missed a year be the excuse for everything. Right, right. And well, you know, and again, let, I mean, let's put everything into a little bit of perspective here of, look, you're not signing a major league contract tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you're not, uh, it, it, it's not like the, the sun opened up and, you know, all of a sudden you're the best player in the yeah. state, you know, that's not what we're saying here, but what, but you were able to have a really nice season, Yeah, you know, we'll just kind of leave it at that and, and you know, and, and have have a good year and and kind of you know so where did you feel like you uh, came out of the 14 u season at well i came out of the 14 u season like okay well that that season is a big confidence booster for me because going into that season i was like man i am i going to be behind all these kids or all these kids going to be bigger stronger and like just better than me mm mm-hmm. mhm and uh, I had a good stretch in the 14 U season, and I, it was definitely another confidence builder. And uh, it was something I wanted to carry over because next year was going to be my freshman freshman year in high school, right? And I wanted to be ready for high school ball. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, you know, obviously, we have the pandemic going on, yeah. and you know, the high school season gets wiped away. Uh, but you know, you're back. You know, you're playing travel ball again uh, this year, ironically playing for the two coaches of the team you scrimmaged against and had to bunt three times. Yeah. 
um you know but but those guys have been fans of yours for a while i know um and they they liked you um you know so so that that's been neat to see as well um you know through everything just how thankful are have are you for you know all those people that that did support you all those parents all the you know all the coaches and and people that you know how much did you learn that you had a lot of people in your corner through all that it was i definitely like i knew they i probably they probably weren't thinking oh well he's not, he's a bad kid or anything like they didn't like me but it really helped give me more confidence when everybody reached out and like 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 you said the other coaches who I I play for now it makes me feel good that they have liked my attitude and all that since I've played for the other team yeah and I mean they they were it was Gene Taylor and Chris Connor their coach they were coaches of another team in the same powerhouse organization you know and, and so you know to be back with them and, and you know feel like you know they liked you the whole time yeah. you know and, and and it wasn't oh he got hurt he's done you know yeah kind of in their mind so you know that that's nice to see too um but i guess you know at, at you know did uh did having go through going through all that with the surgery and everything did that help you kind of this year a little bit as you know having your freshman season wiped away you know with high school um i could definitely relate to it but it was one of those things where oh man here we go again yeah but at the same time it was well it's not just me missing out so i have to yeah and and i guess you kind of to kind of try and wrap this up a little bit um you know you you did also during that four, 14 u season you did start to bat left-handed in some games yeah you know how how weird was that and how you know did does that register at all with you how you know how that journey kind of unfolded well it was it was pretty interesting for for me to be honest because um especially the first time when i stepped in there i was like man just don't look like a clown out here <laughs> and the, well you know you, you tend to look like a clown in most situations but but anyway yeah. whatever but, um, <laughs> but it was it just so happened to be that that first at bat left-handed was a hit so it get it was like man i can actually do this kind of things well, and I remember, you know, you only did it a few times last year, but uh, yeah. but I remember, you know, every time you did it, you know, how much all the other kids would, you know, get on the fence in the dugout and be like, oh, he's batting left-handed, you yeah. know, and, and be excited about it. So, you know, that was kind of neat to see. And I'm sure when I do it this season, it'll happen again. And Yeah, I mean, it it's funny because i mean it like i said it, i i distinctly remember going through the winter last year and you know and kind of being like oh i don't know if he'll ever do it in, in a game you know it's just something we kind of threw out there and then somebody turn uh, <laughs> turn around and be you know actually it was chad fowler who runs powerhouse he turns around and goes i'd, I'd let him do it in a game right now and yeah. i was like oh, okay i guess maybe i should let him do it then 
Yeah, you know a whole lot more about this game than I do. So. Yeah, even though I only ended up doing it like four times, but yeah, well, you it's know. definitely a work in progress, but it's getting better. So yeah, yeah I mean, and you know, I guess kind of to just sum things up, you know, how much how much do you feel like you learned having going through that, and and just how much would you like to thank the people that that were in your corner? Well, I. I learned a lot just by sitting there on the bench and watching other kids and just taking, like, not taking anything for granted because especially after uh, the whole uh, church camp thing is I realized, man, this is all part of God's plan and he did this for a reason. Maybe it was a teaching moment. Maybe he wanted me to see something and I just really, I can't thank anybody, everybody enough for just being in my corner and cheering for me when I got out there the first time and being being supportive of me the whole time, even when I felt down during that 13U season. Uh, I felt like, man, I might never be able to play the potential I had a year ago ever again. Yeah, well, and, it, and I got to believe it, you know, it's nice now to feel like, you know, you you are playing for potential now. Yeah. You know, you're 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 back and you're building yeah. toward toward something. I know I mean, I know what goals you have going forward and want wanting to play, you know, as long as you can. Um and, you know, I look forward to seeing you, you know, do everything you can to achieve those goals and i know you're going to work hard because i've seen you do it yeah you know and and again you know speaking as your dad and you know this it's something that you know i'll never forget and like i said it's been and been a huge godsend for me uh you know and your mom to be able to sit there and when we have these challenges that we've run into, you know, like I said, you know, I talked about me losing jobs. Your mom lost a couple of jobs, you know, in the, in the years prior, you know, and you go through these tough times, but you know, you, you draw strength from, you know, all those things that you've seen and, and, and to have you be a part of what we draw strength from is, is just, is just amazing as a parent. So, you know, thank you very much for, you know, agreeing to do this i know as a 15 year old yeah. kid it had to be a little bit intimidating uh you know and nobody likes the sound of their recorded voice yeah. you know and all that kind of stuff and and i'm sure you're a little self-conscious but you know again i i felt like it was it was a neat opportunity something to share uh something to you know be able to get out there and and, and say thank you to those people that did did support you through all that um, and with that, we're going to close the show. Uh, thank you, as always, to BJ Robbins for setting us up on the audio side, taking good care of us. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you later. <laughs>